what's going on? Another edition of Flowable Sado Netflix. That's the show where we go into deep into the Netflix archives, look at some of the original content on that platform. Again, I got to say thank you for checking this out because of all the shows that I'm a host of podcast of, you know, the new Amsterdam Entertainment Network. This is the one that goes truly global. So give a shout out to those in Qatar or Qatar and Finland for joining in on the fun where we go through uh, everything that Netflix has to offer. And if you're listen, listening or watching, you can watch on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcasting device and you want some more Become a member of our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boys. You call the Boisterous Crew. I do a bonus edition of the show where I break down the comedy specials of Netflix because I am a working comedian, give or take, more or less. <laughs> so check out the bonus episode of Flowboys on Netflix on Patreon, patreon.com slash Boys. But we're not here about that. We're here about this. It is officially spooky season. It's the middle of October as I record this. And I don't know if you were a big Halloween person. If you do the holiday celebrating yourself, whether it's that trick-or-treating, whether you celebrate the harvest, or maybe it's like sitting at home and checking out movies of the genre, now is the best time to get involved uh, with the changing of the weather in most parts of this country, in that states here. I'm in Los Angeles. It's always going to be 75 degrees and sunny no matter, no matter what. But getting into that sort of thing. Now, I can tell you just for my own personal biases, I am not the biggest horror movie fan in general because I really feel like horror movies are kind of cheap these days with their jump scares and their loud soundtracks. But I know a lot of friends who like the idea or like them themselves, whether or not just curling up with a bowl of their favorite popcorn or just getting scared for the heck of it. This one, Hill, the, cur the Curse of Bridge Hollow is important, but not the way you're thinking. It's a pretty standard fair starring Marlon Wayans and Kelly Rowland. Okay, go ahead, girl. She was in Freddy vs. Jason about 15 years ago. Uh, but it has a more of a family twist to it uh, with Pryor Ferguson playing Sidney Garden, their daughter in this one, being the true star of this piece. But I do think The Curse of Bridge Hollow, we'll get to details as to why, kind of bridges the gap. You see, this family moves in from Brooklyn to a sleepy, get it, hollow, sleepy, Okay, that's a pun. Town with an affinity for Halloween, and it turns out there's a legend and curse no one was really wise to until it was too late. What I like about this movie is that there is a part of it that's very familial, very Halloween, kind of like modern or postmodern movie going experience, kind of a Disney vibe at first. But it does dabble into some of horrific stuff. Like if there is some uh, creepy crawly scene. I think it plays fair at the audience, whether or not they resurrect the idea of a pumpkin-headed uh, horseman or demon, or whether there's a scene with a particular spider or tarantula that gives you the creepy crawlies on your skin. And I think these are good scares. These are the ones that uh, I think play fair instead of just getting loud with the soundtrack. But I do think it does dip into horror based on a little bit of the, I won't say gore, but just the way things are presented. Uh, and I do think that if you had older kids, we're talking preteens, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, they would appreciate this because it doesn't uh, talk down to them. It doesn't try to 
do the Scooby-Doo, pull the mask off. It's actually the old groundskeeper who was really mad about people moving in sort of thing. Uh, there really is a, a reason for the antagonist or the bad guy there, and it really plays into the genre. It's a nice bridge for families that want to do something a little bit mature, but not to the point where their kids are going to be uh, unable to sleep for days. A minute, uh, an hour and a half runtime, 91 minutes. It goes by at a clip, uh, and I got to go right to the ratings. IMDb has a 5.6 out of 10 uh, with Rotten Tomatoes at 35% certified rotten, which is, to me, a bit unfair. Uh, but I always say when it comes to these kind of things, it's not up to me to say if it's good or bad. Very rarely on this show I say a movie is bad or good. I tell you what I enjoy and what I didn't enjoy and who this movie is for. So we got the who it's for out the way. Let's talk about what I liked about uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Priya Ferguson is a, going to be a star, very mature for her age, and definitely handled a lot of the lines, which I'll admit you can tell was written by adults for kids, <laughs> make them sound organic. That is something that is very hard to do if the material isn't there. And the dialogue is clunky in parts, but Briar makes it work. And so I got to give a shout out to Sidney Gordon, one of the strongest performances of this piece. And Marlon Wayans as well. And even though Marlon has had experiences with a scary movie in that genre, he's never really known for their acting skills. I'm one of the minorities out there who feel that he was great in the original G.I. Joe movie, The Rise of Cobra, but what I got here is a scientist or, or someone that devoted their life to science because of some experiences they had when they were a kid. I totally believe them. And even though Kelly Rowland didn't have much to do, it was kind of cool to see a quote-unquote screen queen back in a new horror movie or a new Halloween movie, even though she was kind of uh, left in her own silo with things to do. What I didn't like so much is there are some scenes that were you could tell were a bit filler, kind of repeat beats. Uh, once we got the scare, once we got the reason of the villain, kind of felt like we were just repeating things instead of escalating on things. And so it didn't really seem that we were building up to a finale. It felt like we were plateauing to a finale, but that's just splitting hairs, really. Am I expecting high cinema from a movie called The Curse of Bridge Hollow on Netflix that's 90 minutes long? And I expected it to be on the Criterion Collection in the next year or so? Nah. <laughs> that said, though, I do think the ratings were pretty, a bit harsh. I'm going to give it a good solid six. That's a little bit higher than IMDb's rating of 5.6 and way higher than 35% Rotten Tomatoes. I think that it's it's fine. You're not going to hate it. It's either going to be great, good, or just okay. And I think that's worth at least a five. But the strength of the performances and the score was actually pretty spirited for the kind of mood this was. Uh, I kind of push it over to six. Six is my score here. Hopefully you check it out and enjoy it too. And if there's a movie you want me to check out, let me know. You can follow me at Flobo Voice on that Twitter. This is Flobo Sun on Netflix. And until next time, um, stay spooky. Mm -hmm.